0: Paris Musee Olympic. When sport becomes an art, works of art tell their own stories. A podcast produced by Perry Musee. Perry Musee Olympic means having one foot in the history of art, one in the history of sport, and the rest of the body wholly immersed in a work of art. Close your eyes, dive into a painting. Slip into your sneakers and saddle up for the Olympics by listening to what the Paris Museum's collections have to say about themselves. Come on, on your marks, get set, go. Today, we are diving into The Pleasures of Nautical Travel by Honoré Dormier, a lithograph from 1837.
1: The Seine, the lapping of its transparent water, the sun flooding its banks, and far away, bathers swimming about gracefully. Uh, Wait a minute. Not at all. I'm raving. We're in 1837. It's forbidden to go in the water in Paris. And it's not because the Seine is dirty, but for reasons of modesty. So... Since we're not diving into any specially built pools, the only dive we're going to take is inside this lithograph by Honoré Daumier.
2: Steer, for goodness sake! Who paired me with such a fool? Can't even use his oar as a lever to shift the boat.
1: In the pleasures of nautical travel, it is with some irony that the satirist shows us that canoeing literally means navigating many challenges. And besides, if we look over there in the middle of the Seine, we can see two men. Oh dear. They seem to be in a very bad way. Hey! Hello! What has happened to you two?
2: I suggested we go on an adventure under the bridges of Paris. I suggested we do what the nobility considers the peak of fashion in the moment. Even our good king has taken to canoeing. And him, he.
1: Careful! Did you know that canoeing, which later became the form of rowing we now know, was first used as a means of transport in ancient Egypt, Greece and Rome? It was in England that it was made a sport, with the now famous boat races between Oxford and Cambridge, inaugurated in 1828. That is how it became so popular in Europe. And you're right, the King of France, Louis-Philippe himself, enjoyed rowing on the Seine. Is everything all right on board?
2: No, it's not. He comes here in his Sunday best, and as you can imagine, boots, slips, and top hat Ah, don't let go of your blade. If you were less clumsy, we could move forwards by at least ten metres a second. Look, people are laughing at us. <laughs> Even that chap there, Daumier, is laughing. The one we see in the paper.
1: Oh, yes. You're talking about the satirical newspaper La Caricature. The portrait he did of your king as Gargantua five years ago did not go down all that well. He was sentenced to six months in prison and received a 500 franc fine. It was the 1835 law on press censorship that forced him to focus his gaze on upper class customs. Your customs, in fact.
2: Foster! All I know is that it draws us like monstrous beings. Whether we're bathing, fishing or rowing, it's the same thing. We always have to look ridiculous.
1: Well, it's true. He is rather scathing. But not only when it comes to you. He targets all of society and human nature. In fact, rumour has it that Honoré de Balzac intends to ask him to execute five portraits on wood prints for an illustrated edition of his series of novels, The Human Comedy. Both Honorés are honoured. <laughs> you get it? Yeah? <clears throat> no, sorry, I'm, I'm getting off track. What I mean to tell you is that both men have a particular talent for dissecting the qualities and failings of Parisians. OK, I admit, most of the time, they're the failings. But the portrayals are always fair and full of depth.
2: The only depth I'm interested in are those of seas and rivers. I'm like Robinson Crusoe, I am. I'll go far, you see?
1: As far as saint ouen <laughs> Should I tell him that rowing will indeed become an Olympic sport when Baron Pierre de Coubertin organizes the modern Olympics? But that he still has to wait... 60
2: years? Don't you get smart with me. You just chatter away while I'm on my boat using all my muscles. And I bet that in two centuries, people will still be rowing on the seine. Ah! Go away, you blooming ducks!
1: Don't hurt them! And guess what? Showing good manners turned out well for Henry Piers at the 1928 Olympics in Amsterdam. During the quarterfinals of the rowing competition, he stopped to let a family of ducks pass in front of his boat, which didn't prevent him from qualifying and winning a gold medal in the final. (laughs) Well, they took an unexpected plunge. And while they splash about, I'll say, like Baudelaire, flick through Dommier's work, and you'll see, parading before your eyes, into all their amazing, startling reality, all the living monstrosities contained in a large city, all the frightening, grotesque, sinister and ridiculous hidden gems that lie within it. Dommier knows them.
0: This fictional dialogue provides an auditory immersion in the work, the Pleasures of Nautical Travel by Honoré Dormier, a lithograph from 1837 now kept in the Maison de Balzac. That was Paris Musée Olympic, a podcast by Paris Musée created by Nuit Noir. Did you like it? Discover the other museums by listening to Paris Musée Olympic.